Welcome to the Five Hall Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are your hosts today, TJ, Zach, and Raj. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. So today we got your week 26 preview. If you already won, I guess you're just listening for the thrill of it. Yeah, week 26, it's crunch time, man. And for a lot of us, it was the finals. For us in our home league, Zach, you and I will be going up against each other, you know, as is the custom. Screw you, dude. <laughs> Screw you, dude. In our finals next week. against you. You scored a lot of points today. You had Mike Smith today and yesterday. Left turn right out the gate. You benched Connor Hellebuck for Mike Smith. And that is just the type of balls you need in the playoffs. I did do that today. Yeah. And and Connor Hellebuck would have gotten me negative points. Mm. Instead, I picked up Mike Smith a couple of days ago, got a shutout from Mike Smith. Then I got a shutout from Ilya Sorokin. Mm. And then today I got another 39 save shutout from Mike yeah. Smith. It's like 47 points in our league just from shutouts. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Um, all right. So that's where we're at. We are FHF Hockey. You can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. And you can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord if you want to. Get it on this playoff pool. Where are we at? We're at like 115, 120 entries at this point. Oh, yeah. Something like that. It's well over 100 now. Yeah. Getting a lot of, a lot of invites still. It's going to be uh, It's going to be a fun one. We have room for 200, so if you're interested, there's still a little bit of room. Get in while you can. Let's get into headlines here, guys. First, right off the top, just wanted to stick tap to Mike Bossy and his uh, Sterling career. Uh, one of the best goal scorers of all time, if not the best goal scorer of all time. You can the best the goal scorer. best goal scorer yeah. of all time. That's what he did. That's what he did. He was good at it. We have to say out loud, career average 62-goal pace average it's ridiculous average that, that would be a low year yeah he scored over 50 goals every year yeah that's back when the islanders had offense it's true yeah they don't anymore four cups in a row yep mm-hmm. back in the dynasty era you know looking forward the playoffs here pens lightning clinched calgary clinched tonight with uh, edmonton beating vegas in a uh, in the shutout that garnered you a mike smith shutout there Yay. carolina kind of like faltering at this point Fre- like we were talking just you and i raj about uh freddy and how he's just he's giving you all one two this week not even just freddy like ronta got shut out by detroit which was like as close to the lock of the week as you could have that should have been a win should have been a win uh freddy's got me minus 2.2 points tonight in my finals against tom and if you're not familiar with our scoring negative points are bad <laughs> so now you know there have been a lot of studs this week. Like we're looking at pretty much all of St. Louis, all of uh, Colorado at this point. Like both Burakovsky and Nishushkin went absolutely bonkers. McKinnon had a five-point night. Tarasenko then the next day had a five-point night. Rob Thomas doing his big old fuck you TJ thing. <laughs> and uh, it's working. Timmy Stutes. I, I wrote this. Like Stutes, he made my stud list 
before he scored another two goals tonight, and then he scored another two goals tonight, which is ridiculous. Looking at guys like Mike Smith, Jack Roslavic, Noah Hannafin has been on it. And then just these duds that are absolutely ghosting us in our fantasy hockey playoffs, like, you know, Freddie, Brian Rust, Victor Hedman up until tonight. Yeah, well, Victor Hedman had four assists today. Yeah. So he might have yeah, jumped out of that pool. Alex Barkov is nowhere to be found at this point, both Marchand and Bergeron. There's one guy in our Discord that has a stack like Marchand and Bergeron, and they are nowhere to be found this whole week. And it's times like this where you you realize those dangers of stacking. You know, this that variant week could be the most important week. So it's good to spread it out, but it is a big boom Sometimes a bust, too. Well, you never know who's going to be on at the end of the season. You, you know what I mean? You wouldn't automatically just straight expect Timmy Stutzla to be yeah. having top 10, you know, what he is a eight game point streak now. It's it's absurd. Like Ottawa in general, Nine like, games, something like that. Josh Norris is is on another plane right now and, and Timmy Stutz right behind him. And usually with these stacks, like these high caliber stacks like Marchand and Bergeron like that's not a line that you expect to go quiet for an entire week it doesn't not happen we're in the midst of it right now guys like Adam Fox and Anzi Kopitar we're still waiting on these guys to to kind of kick it off too that's going to take us right into injuries which sometimes you know is as impactful or more impactful than you know guys on your team that are not producing rather than, you know, Tristan Jari, who we can just straight up drop now. But Zach, take us to the injury ward. So I think that that's a good place to start. It's really all about the goalies right now. It True, is all yeah. about these starting goalies that are out at the end of the year. And they're, again, on teams that have either clinched or, or not clinched. So depending on the situation, you wonder if they're going to come back. Linus Ogmark, we'll start with him. He seemed like he was making like a a really big uh, just push to be like that number one goalie. Jeremy Swayman has been playing very poorly as of uh, as of late. He is a combined eight fifty five in the last five games and three point eight goals against per game in that same span. So Linus Allmark was kind of you know the number one guy here. Looks like Swayman's going to have to take over you know at least for a couple of games. He has for the last two. They did not go well, except for today. He did win today um, against the Penguins and the Jarryless Pittsburgh Penguins. Oof. And you already mentioned him, Tristan Jarry. Uh, he was injured during Thursday's game, did not play today. And I suspected that Casey Smith was going to play poorly. <laughs> when I when I even wrote these earlier today, I suspected that he was going to play poorly. Now, he did not. He had, he had a 931, but... To my liking, he did still lose. Um, so I'm I'm at least happy about that. But yeah, so I mean, it's looking like Swayman's going to be the guy here in Boston. I think he's worth an ad, even though he hasn't been playing well lately. He's at least worth a stream if you need an open spot. I'm definitely taking him over to Smith in any game, any day of the week. Don't care how bad he's been playing. Next up, Semyon Varlamov. He is a non-COVID illness, did not play Friday, and that saw, you know, Sorokin shut out, too, yesterday. Robin Leonard is out for personal reasons, a sick family member. So he's taken some time off, and in all honesty, I mean, we've all been there. So our hearts go out to you, dude. 
hope whatever's going on, it gets better. So prayers with you, bud. Done with goalies, and we're moving on to Bo Horvat, Raj. I'm sorry, man. He's going to be out for the uh, rest of the season. <sighs> oh, did that Did that really break your heart? Were you guys making a playoff push? Were you making a real cute playoff push over there? But still, he doesn't want to see Bo Horvat go out. Must be nice. We only need to go 7-0. and We only need to go 7-0 and to make it. <laughs> and have help from other teams but nah he was actually he was on fire too the whole team has been great playing arizona and stuff but he's had a great year well i'll tell you what like the the canucks don't have the worst schedule coming up this week like they really don't no they don't they're just making it just frustrating enough to not give up you should give up but they just keep going nah you should give up and then they'll lose then they'll lose yeah eric carlson's out does he play still? Yeah, most of the time. Well, okay. Most of the time. I don't know about that. Sometimes. <laughs> hey, man. He's the reason the IR spot was invented, I think. <laughs> he was on a decent pace this year, but. That's just always the issue with Eric Carlson, is we always need to say, like, oh, but he had such a good pace. Like, it'd be nice once just to say, oh, he had a really nice season. We really haven't had a chance to say that since 2016 and 2017 18. Yeah. Because every, every other year, it's like, you know, you're topping out at 56 games. But he's 31, a lot of miles, a lot of hard miles on that body. So that 16, 17 year was just amazing. Good times, good times. No, it wasn't because I didn't have him. I didn't have him during that span. So, no, he, it, it was wasn't just, great you know, times. It, it was a sight to see. in fifth, Like, from 15 until 18, he was incredible. Like, the yeah. last three years of his Ottawa tenure... He was he was awesome. He went point per game. Dude, not even like since 2010, he's been unreal. He was playing 64 minutes a night. Yeah. <laughs> and his his blocks were out of hand, out of hand, and he had really good hits. Like he was the number one defenseman. For sure. Like it was it was nuts. The only trouble with his game is He's a speed guy, and age is just hit him, right? Injuries and age, it's, it's going to end his game in a way that, like, Burns has slowly trailed off over the f- few years here, but Carlson's kind of like, he's lost his speed, and it's over, kind of. And he's on fucking San Jose. <laughs> well, it was as soon as Joe Pavelski got traded yeah. that uh, he straight up, just, it's like all the D-men went irrelevant. Because you're missing those 40 tips a year. Yeah. <laughs> It turns out that Joe Pavelski was just the the straw that stirs the pot. The straw that stirs the drink, you know? Who'd have thunk it? Friggin' Joe Pavelski. Old Joe. What the shit? Are you just swilling straight out of the bottle? Yeah, like usual. Have you, have you never, like, seen me do that? I've done that for, like, four years. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know you're a big swiller. It's four years, man. And a swill is a, it's a, solid, it's a solid word. Oh, it's quantifiable. We have had many a discussion yeah. over how to quantify a schwill versus a sip versus a schwig. Hit us up on Twitter. Rank those. Like, which one? If you, if you, like, we're not going to get into it right here because I want this to be a blind taste test, right? Sip, schwill, swig. I want you guys to hit us up on Twitter. Gulp. And, well, yeah, a gulp, that's a fucking layup. That's, it's got to be the biggest. Um, but anyway, like, rank them in order of size. Like, do you think a schwill is bigger than a swig? Let us know. Because this is something Zach and I have been after for <laughs> for almost Wait. a decade at this point. <laughs> that and, like, what are the top five trilogies of all time? Does the Matrix make it? If you're Chucky, then yes, it's number one. 
<laughs> I thought it was T. It was little T, man. He was all over that one. Anyway, let's get into the week breakdown before we get too off track here. Um, pretty standard week. It's not as violent and uh, truculent as this last week. Where <laughs> Oh, man. It was one game on Monday, two games. Uh, you know, The off nights were really off, and the on nights were really heavy. Uh, this one's straightforward. Like six on Monday, ten, Tuesday's got 10, Wednesday four, Thursday 11, Friday four, Saturday and Sunday have 12 and 11. So Sunday is not an off night this week, and it's going to be huge. Sunday streaming <clears throat> is going to be huge this week, which for me, my first tip is just if this is your finals, the same as it was last week. Drop everyone. Drop everyone, yeah. Drop but, them all. But save something for Sunday. There's eleven oh, games. You're trying to you're trying to save at least two pickups for Sunday. If not, I think so. if not, you know, if not more. Because you wanna if you need to, if you need to make that last day Sunday push, you have the firepower to do it. And it's, it's like an, holding on yeah. to draft picks. It's an eleven game slate at this point, so there's no reason like if you're going to set your lineups, again, my tip for every week, set your lineups for the whole week and then unset them so that your opponent doesn't know how many games played you have. So you always have something in the dark. That's something I love to do. A little extra strategy. But see what Sunday looks like. You little rat. You <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm up in games played. And then you fucking set your lineup for the day and like, what the fuck happened? Now I'm down by two <laughs> games played. It's, it's, you know, your opponent is going to play that number. And they're going to make their ad drops, whatever, according to that number. But as the days go on, you know, you're just accumulating these games played that they didn't think existed. It's great. Do it. Um, anyway, uh, go set your lineup for Sunday. See how many empty spots you have. Save that many ads for Sunday. So that way you can go into Sunday with a full lineup and make that last push if you need to. Um, don't talk shit, Raj. Don't jinx yourself. You talk shit to Tom and then... He called up something fierce. So just wait to talk shit till the last puck drops. Oh, yeah. I almost got burned. I'm I'm not going to say what the score is now, but I did have a good lead on him. Went onto our Discord and started talking like an asshole. And I looked back at the scoreboard and he's caught up in like an hour. So uh, it is. It's it momentum. Did, it just, you know, you think you can be a dick and get away with it, but it's just, yeah, it's going to catch up to you. I'm hoping so because I started talking shit to TJ at, at least a day ago, <laughs> and, yeah. and we haven't even won this week. It's true. Not uh, yet. I will win this week. So it will is, I. Yeah, it's decisive. I think on both counts. Like I have a sixty-point lead, and you are up by a hundred and eighteen. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah, <laughs> that's a just a good. I week. have a lot. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of points. Yeah. So like let's points. just say. Your opponent needs to double his score to just be within seven points of beating you. So <laughs> you're going to win. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty confident in uh, in that one. So I will see you next week. I think it's um, it's fair to say at this point. It is it's just mathematically impossible. I'll be the ref on next week's episodes then, I guess, holding you two apart. Well, I mean, we're talking about the week preview. We are getting into our tricks of the trade at this point. So we're going to be sharing... Sharing some secrets. It's like a, it's like a cold war, a fantasy cold war at this point. Like we're not divulging too many secrets, and like Raj needs to be the mediator. Raj is the fucking UN right now. It's crazy. But okay, so with that schedule, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday off nights, the most games played. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of games this week. 
uh, Jesus, Washington, Vancouver, Toronto, Tampa, St. Louis, Seattle, San Jose, Ottawa, New York Islanders, New Jersey Devils, Montreal, Minnesota, Florida, Detroit, Dallas, Colorado, Chicago, Carolina, Calgary, Boston, Arizona, Super Cal, Fragilistic, Expialidocious. So many fucking teams playing a bunch of games this week. You have fucking options. I'm out guys. of breath from you talking. <laughs> like, I'm out of breath from just listening to you. The only team with two games is Buffalo. Fucking drop them all. Fuck them. Drop them all. Fuck them. <laughs> drop everyone. Drop, all drop them. them all. And they're, they're both on heavy nights, too. So, like, I'd be okay adding two games from somebody, like a downgrade from Tage Thompson. Add two games on top of it and increase some flexibility on those heavy nights. Drop them all. All the Buffaloes. See ya. Four teams with the most off nights. That's three this week. Arizona, Colorado, Seattle, Washington. I'm also impressed that I got through all those teams without. We just talked about not jinxing it, so I wanted to finish the segment before I pat myself on the back. But yeah, (laughs) proud of that too. Proud of that too. Teams to stream. Washington, Colorado, Seattle, Arizona. They got those three off nights. Let's start there. Where do you guys want to kick off? I am always a fan of alphabetic order, but that's just me because... I'm a little special. I like having order. I like having order. I like having order. I like having order. All right. So on that note, let's start with Seattle. Uh, who are we? <laughs> who? <laughs> Already playing mind games for next week. Yeah, man. It's all curveballs this week. I'm fucking throwing Zach and his whole team off there. You're you throwing gonna, me off. You're yeah. going to need a fucking sports psychologist at the end of this week. I'll tell you. <laughs> Seattle. Who the fuck are we? Why even? I don't know. There's no offense here. So for me, if I'm streaming from Seattle, it's for periphery. There's no offense, straight up. So if you're in a bangers league, Seattle's a good option. I like Larson, Alexiak, even this kid, Will Borgen, really available 13 or actually 1% rostered. I think they're all pretty decent for those perifs. Do you guys see any offense here or you know peripheral guys that I might've missed? Who do you got from Seattle? I, I, I did like how you and I had kind of like the same question mark of Matty Benyak. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's his name from now on. Yeah. Bonjour, Maddie. That is, that is his name. So that he can, he's like a soft little puff pastry. That's it. Maddie but, Bignette. dude, he is, he has one assist in one game. So, hey. Point per why, game, lock it why in. Why not? He's a point per game player right now. But no way, dude. No way. I'm not picking up someone from Seattle in the in the last week of the of the entire year. Sorry, there's just better options elsewhere. There has to be. There has to be. If Seattle players are your best options, then I'm sorry, but good luck with that. I'm not picking up anyone from Seattle. Don't care who it is, whether it's Gord, McCann, your, uh, you know, your regular... Gun to your head. Gun to your head. You have to pick three players for offense. They don't have to be good options. They just need to be options. Who, like, who's your number one, your number two, your number three? I guess it would be, Jesus, I'll go McCann... Eberly and Vince Dunn. One, two, three. Not a bad list. Raj? I'm glad I'm not playing next week. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess that's the list. Uh, the, Ryan Donato has been their leading scorer lately and hitting a bit, but... Hmm. All right, that's our show, guys. Love you. Brought up Ryan Donato. I'm done. It's fucking dismal. It's- you could have you went with Vince Dunn, man. You went like, uh, like Ryan Donato, I'm done. Zach here with his fucking little quip. How are you not going to go Vince Dunn? Like Vince, I'm done. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In all, like, all seriousness here, this is pretty seriously bad. I don't know. 
that there's no reason for anyone on Seattle to try on any given night at this point. And even when they do, it's... Except for Beniers. Maybe Beniers. Bernier? Beniers? What is his real... Beniers? <laughs> it's Beniers. Beniers. Yeah, it's Beniers. Yeah. But it's Beignet? more fun to call him Beignet. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I They're like delicious. Have you ever had a Beignet? <sighs> oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. They're like what Pop-Tarts want to be. They're like little like donut kind of things sugar yeah, little cream puffs yeah they're delicious all right alphabetical that's gonna bring us to arizona at this point who do you guys dig i'm taking nick nick schmaltz like usual nick schmaltz for 500 alex i mean who else who else I'm still playing for are you gonna pick who else are you gonna pick from arizona i mean uh it, i i will say at least nick ritchie is still hitting and everything like that. You can go yep. so you can go some peripheral options. I'm not really loving Shane Goss's bear, but he is a possible option. But as far as yeah. you know, offense goes, I'm sticking with Schmaltz. Yep. And we're digging deep at that point. He is he's 26% rostered, so it's not bad. Shane Goss's bear 41, on the other hand. I'd put him in like the slow and steady with more of a chance of slow than steady <laughs> but he's he's doing a little bit of everything he is steadily slow yeah it's colorado and it's washington that you're looking for for these streaming options arizona coyotes like yeah schmaltz is fine there's nobody from seattle but colorado and washington are two teams that are playing very well right now they have available players before we get off um before we get off arizona i just want to throw dyson mayo's name out there for hits some peripherals he's, uh, He's got as many as like JGP at this rate, who is not fucking come through for me, but he's not doing nothing. He's doing a little bit of everything except scoring, which is uh, what I was counting on. Some bitch. Fucking JGP. Uh, all right. Do you want to go Colorado or do you want to do Washington? Washington. Is there anything worth talking about here <laughs> besides Marty Febs? I think so. I actually think that there's a lot worth talking about here. Prove it. I think that we could talk about the entire line three. Like, the entire line three is what I like. Oh. But I think we'll start at Kaneshiri just for the sole fact of he is on that top line. He's playing with Ovechkin. He's playing with Kuznetsov. Now, he is getting those minutes. He's not getting a ton of them. But, you know, he's 2%. You know who else is 2%? Lars Eller. Lars Eller, I trust you. I don't know about anybody else, but I think that that is a damn good line. You have Lars Eller in the middle, Tom Wilson on the right right now, and Anthony Mantha on the left. Anthony Mantha, even today, had two goals. You know who was on the assist? Lars Eller, who had two assists. The third line is scoring. I don't think that you have to just look at that top line or even like the... I, I actually like it maybe even better than the Backstrom Oshie like, to be honest with you. Mantha is coming, you know, coming around at the end of the, at the, end of the season here. But I do. I like that third line. I think Lars Eller might be, you know very high on my list of people to pick up along with Anthony Mantha and they're both available. Yeah. I'm looking at our top four teams to stream from this week. And I think the capitals have the best schedule for Lars Eller. Like your argument for, for, for Lars Eller at this point, like you're going up against Colorado, Vegas, Arizona, and then Toronto. Three of those teams, Colorado, Vegas, Toronto, have really strong top sixes. Uh, Toronto's got, you know, Matthew Marner, or Matthews and Tavares, both really good defensively. Uh, Vegas, 
they're not good defensively. Who am I kidding? But then, then you got Colorado. Yeah. Well, you've also got Vegas without Leonard. You've got Arizona, and you've got Toronto, which they win, but they win seven to six. They win seven to six. So true. But my argument was going to be like you know the the matchups, right? Yeah. So the third line is going to see not tough competition at this point. So. I like where you're headed. Mm-hmm. And Arizona, we we talked about them a little bit. They got Carolina, Chicago, Washington, St. Louis. So that's going to be a tough week. Seattle, every week's a tough week. But you're leading off with Ottawa, so that game could go either way. Then you got Colorado, Minnesota, Dallas. Connor Shirley, Lars Eller, those are the top options, I think. But again, like I might just stack up on periphery here. And, and Marty Febbs, mm-hmm. huge hits. dude. Like 41-goal pace, Marty Febbs? Three goals in the last six games? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Three goals on 11 shots in his last six games. That's what he's known Ridic- for. But in that same span, five hits a game. He's second in the league over the last two weeks, only to Gudis. And over the last month, he's top five in hits. So Marty Favari, have at it. Do you like either of the other goalies this week? I, I think they have uh, one back-to-back, don't they? No. No, so they got uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. But they haven't really been steady with their with their goalies samsonov is 74 percent vanacek uh one of the top streaming options that i've been hearing about in our discord like a lot of people reaching to the well there he's 59 percent uh don't see a 900 plus save percentage in sight but what do you think this week uh they're kind of like not quite as bad but in the same realm as toronto like they're winning like nine two here they just let in seven goals a couple games ago they just won eight four there's a good chance you're going to get wins, but if you have a percentages league, their goalies are pretty scary. Well, I think it'll be a nice stream for the fact of they are playing on those off nights, and that's why the streams for those goalies are as enticing as they are. You don't have to you know, look at a stream on one of those heavy nights as it is. I'm not really looking at the Colorado game. No. But Vegas and you know Arizona right smack dab in the middle of the week there on Wednesday and Friday – those are the ones that interest me. So I'm also not looking at Toronto because really those those bookend games of the week, they can really be high-scoring games. Oh, yeah. Where even if you do get a win, you're kind of fighting for a win and you're looking for like a 5-4 kind of win. Yeah, they could hurt. I need a, I need a goal in OT to, to, get a, to get me there on the last fucking day of the week. That's not the kind of stream that I want to, you know, rest my entire season on. Washington beating uh, Toronto. But with Vegas also having Leonard out and Arizona being Arizona, I like it right there in the middle. Those midweek games for sure. Definitely. Colorado, uh, Nishushkin, man. That's my number one ad of the week. Absolutely. To, to be honest with you. Um, line two, power play one. A couple ways this could go. Now, in the injury report, we kind of left off Nazem Kadri last Wednesday. Yeah, he actually might be coming back real soon, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that for me because you have Kadri. Um, but, you know, it could be really <laughs> good for... I also have Nachushkin and Burakovsky. Oh, I hate everything about this. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I think it's going to be good for Nukes. Well, here, um, you know, maybe maybe Kadri bumps him off power play one. I don't think so. I think it'll be Lekkonen, uh, who actually is all my streaming targets here, too. But Kadri on back on line two, I think would be an upgrade over Comfer at this point for Nishushkin. So, and who knows if they like if they switch something back because I remember Kadri going out is what took Nishushkin off line one, and they put Burkowski. I don't know if it was something with the chemistry with line two. I don't know what happened, but that's what prompted it. So Nishushkin very well could go back up to line one. 
uh, with Kadri. Maybe they have to like reshuffle things. Who knows? But it uh, sounds like your bases are covered. You're going to have somebody on line one and line two. And that brings up Burakowski. Just go check at 65%. Huge big game potential from anybody on Colorado at this point. But uh, yeah, what do you what do you like about these guys? I like everything about them. I like I said I I have them both right now. I have Kadri in my IR. I was you know just hoping and praying that he might come back towards the end of the year. Looks like he might come back for this week. That would be huge for me. Really would. At thirty four percent, Valerie Nachushkin is a fantastic pickup. I agree. I think he's number one here. Burakovsky is like you said a go check. Sixty five percent. He's still available. And with these off nights and the fact that. They're they're also on an eight-game win streak, Colorado. And I believe they are winning right now against Carolina, if I am correct. Six four against Carolina. Six, yeah. Four, so yeah. I mean that'll be that'll be their nine game win streak right there. You know, they're playing incredibly well right now. Yeah, I think St. Louis has a nine game. Florida has a nine game win streak. It's nuts. It's nuts. Just go check on Nazim Kadri too, seventy eight percent opposite direction what do you guys think i'm looking through the team here it looks like everybody's scoring on that team right now um new hook has been consistently scoring for a bunch of games and he got another goal he got a power play point tonight and the guy gets a couple of blocks i'll tell you what that the whole third line like all kubel mm-hmm. hasn't been too bad lately either he's he's contributed but i kind of draw the line at the bottom six for like sustainable offense you know what i mean so like as soon as you get in the bottom six, it's boom or bust. And it's like pretty much 50-50. Kubel with, you know, four goals on 10 shots in his last six games doesn't feel right. New hook, five assists, which is okay to see. Uh, time on ice, you know, in the top six is... Yeah, those, Jesus, gu- it's those guys, even Not though they good. are doing well, they're what, 10 minutes a game, 12 minutes a game. So 0% rostered, though, and a bunch of off nights. So Yeah, if you got to go to the well... I'd rather have those guys than those guys we were talking about on like Arizona and, and Seattle. I'd rather have New Hook than anyone on Seattle. Hmm. Put it that way. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I just do. I really do think it's amazing, though, that with the Colorado Avalanche, with their game tonight, 11 people have points. 11 players have a point in tonight's game. Deep team. And Kale McCarr and Arturi Lekkonen are not one of those people. Interesting. I did have Lekkonen on here. He's line two, power play one. At this point, he's 3% rostered. Uh, everything here rests on whether or not Kadri bumps him off the power play. If he's off the power play, I'm done. Because he's also, I don't know if they revamp the whole top six to suit Lekkonen. Like with Kadri coming in, does Lekkonen stay there? So the whole Kadri thing is going to affect Arturi Lekkonen the most for next week. And I think his his value rests on whether or not Kadri comes back and fucks everything up for him. Right now he's 3% rostered, so it's it's not going to affect too many people, but if he's on your watch list for next week, keep an eye. Like if you have limited ads, I might not do it even for the Monday game just to find out what happens when when Kadri comes back. See what happens. Yeah, that's it for those teams. So with the rest of these fucking teams, man, you know, littered with four four game teams, is there anybody that you're kind of like you're marking Vancouver has one off night. Ottawa has two and two back-to-backs, so that presents a goalie opportunity, but Ottawa goalie opportunity, but their their schedule is fucking sexy. Seattle, Vancouver, Columbus, Montreal. Like You could not ask for a better set of back-to-backs if you're thinking about 
either of the Ottawa goalies at this point. I was going to say I do. I like Vancouver, but uh, not that I'm playing next week at all. But the one thing I like about Vancouver and Ottawa is they start the week with an off night and a back-to-back. Good early week, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always nice to get two games out of the way right away and uh, move on kind of thing. And especially like for Vancouver... They're trying to end the season on a high note, and they've been scoring like crazy. I mean, I'm sure they won't do too well against Dallas, but that Ottawa game's probably going to be Halak in net and just a run-and-gun game all night. So, I, I, I think mean, for both sides. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like That that game scares the shit out of me. If I was thinking about <laughs> streaming Halak, it scares the shit out of me. Like, Ottawa... Yeah, I wouldn't do Halak. I would not do Halak. No, no. I'm not thinking about that one. Forsberg is 38% rostered, and he's got a 918 over his last six games. You should 100% be riding Anton Forsberg for at least two starts this week, I think. With with those sets of back-to-backs, Seattle, Vancouver, even if Forsberg gets the Vancouver start, I, I, I think he could do it. I don't know if he's going to pull out a win because it's Ottawa. That risk is always there, but you're going to get a game out of Forsberg against either Seattle or Vancouver. And then he'll get a game out of Forsberg for either Columbus or Montreal. I really like Forsberg for this week. I think he might be like, if you're looking for a week-long goalie ed, that's my guy. You're getting two starts, and none of these teams are... I mean, Columbus is pretty good. If like if Columbus was in the West, they'd be in the playoff race. But because they're in the East, it's so divisive. But um, yeah, Forsberg for the week. He's my guy. Obviously, we I know we did kind of talk about him a little bit earlier, but we still have to do say or to say Tim Stutzla again, only 38% owned. Oh, yeah. Um, he is on an eight game point streak right now. He had back to back three point games, followed it up, followed it up with a two goal game today. You know, he is he's going crazy in the last two weeks. He's a top 10 player in our league. He is number 10. Josh Norris is number six. Brady Kachuk is number two. Josh Norris, 61% rostered. Huge, huge stat line. Six goals, four assists in seven games. Ten points in seven games. Hello. Dig that. And Stutz, he's got nine points in five games. Like, fuck, man. Like, they (laughs) go get these guys if you need offense. Like, four games out of them. You can make room. Both these guys above point per game. They love playing spoiler. Do you know who's above a point per game? You know who's above a point per game in the last two weeks? In the 15th best skater in our leagues? Alex Chason. What? Alex Chason has nine points in the last six. Do you buy that? No, God. I don't even want him on the team, man. <laughs> but he's been... Does that uh, league he's consist been... of Alex Chason and a bunch of AHL players? <laughs> Well, hey, the thing is, he's on PP1 mm. in Vancouver, which is fucking lights out. Um, but yeah, I just think that's hilarious that Chase on is a top 15 player right now. Very. Uh, he's 1% rostered, and I'm pretty sure it's TCAT that owns Alex Chase on. That's throwing off that 0%. <laughs> what do you think about, uh, like, I think it's, who is it, Pod Colson that's out or... No, it's Hoglander that's out. So Pod Colson's not bad. He's got six points in his last six. Like there's there's options in Vancouver as well if you got room on those two heavy nights. Yeah, and like I said, like you know, just just to start the week, have those two games and 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 bail maybe. But yeah, good early. What about week, Connor sure. Garland? He has a bunch of points in the last couple of games. 
two goals, five assists in his last five. He's only 30% owned. True. My my guess is maybe JT Miller is going to move up to that top line. Or do you think uh, they're going to totally kind of leapfrog him and, and bring up another center and keep JT on the second? Well, Pedersen's been playing wings, so I imagine they put him back to center. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I think so. I th- I think they'll put uh, him back to center. And Raj, you would know better than me. Is uh, Pedersen doing better as a winger? Is it like the the old Giroux thing? He's he is a winger. They wanted he used to be a winger. Tried to make him a center, hmm. and it he's not as good. I mean, he's got uh, eleven points in six games right now, and he like he looks like the guy that what everyone is saying he's going to be this super hot shot that's what he looks like right now and it's been since he got moved playing more wing yeah he, he he's fantastic i hope he doesn't go back to center next year but i think he will i'm i'm looking at your team on daily face off right now I, I hate your bottom six i don't i don't know any of these guys will lockwood no, neither do i who's will lockwood exactly mm. he's no good is what he is he's no tyler mott i can tell you that you know, Zach McEwen. Bummer. All right, rest of the teams. So there's there's a bunch here. Again, like four heavy nights, but if Rob Thomas is on your fucking waiver wire at this point, stop it. Like, if he's on your waiver wire and you're competing, I, I don't trust you at all. He's 62% rostered. Like, if you're in the finals and Rob Thomas is on your waiver wire, like, are you really in the finals? Or is this like a five-person league? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Go get Rob Thomas. He would Six, still whatever. be even maybe worth picking up in a five-person league. Jesus. Probably. Like he's he's <laughs> Do you want to hear this? He's got 16 points in his last 7 games. Fucking Rob Thomas. Fourth fourth best player. Fucking Rob Thomas, man. Jesus Christ. He's ahead of Nathan McKinnon in the last 2 weeks, put it that I way. I really hate everything about it. But it's happening. Ivan Barbashev is out there, he's hitting, he's getting points, but he's playing on all heavy nights, which is tough. In terms of off nights, like we we talked about Ottawa, New Jersey's got one to start the week, and I just I really don't see anything in there. Like since Jack Hughes has been out, I don't really have a ton of interest in New Jersey at this point. I like Calgary. Yeah, I like Calgary. They got they got that Monday Tuesday. Yeah, they got the they had the back to back Monday Tuesday with Chicago and Nashville. Then they also played Dallas and then Vancouver to round out the Saturday. So what about this guy, uh, Noah Hannafin? I picked up Noah Hannafin, actually. Yeah. I, I also I picked him up today uh, just so that I could have him at least for the back-to-back to start Monday, Tuesday. He's only 51% owned. He's playing very well. There's also your your Andrew Mangiapanis of the world at 56% owned. Michael Backlund, TJ. You and I both love Michael Backlund. He's also playing pretty damn well along with the rest of the Calgary Flames. Michael Backlund is only 16% owned. So if those other two guys aren't available, I guarantee you, you know, a Backlund might be. I'm going to read you a list of the players that don't have points in the last two weeks. It's Chris, Chris Tanev, Milan Lucic, Nikita Zadorov, and Adam Adam Rizika, and Cali Arncroke. But, like, they, they didn't play. They only played two games in the last two weeks. But it's pretty much everybody. Everybody's cashing in. Everybody's getting points. What about this... Um... Michael Stone character. He's got power play points in the last couple of games. Only has one game where he didn't get a point. He was a uh, uh, since he's been back. He was a healthy scratch. So I I, I don't know. Like even with that production, why are what? they healthy scratching him on Thursday, like this week? 
That's weird. They're giving him a bunch of minutes, and he's he's like I said, he's got a point in pretty much every game since being there. Um, yeah, if he's healthy, scratch. That's weird, but obviously don't don't pick him up if that's happening. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's weird because he was doing pretty well. Like he had he had five points in what five games? Yeah, and power play points in back to back games, and then they got, he got benched. Maybe up in Calgary is kind of like you know NHL two K when you do like your my player. And you scored three goals that game, and the coaching like objective is like, hey, you're not you're not pulling your weight out there. Go score some more. Well, maybe they're just keeping people fresh. Like they don't want anybody, you know, not playing games at this point. They're cycling people. They just clinch, so they, they want everybody to not be rusty. They're probably cycling the the bottom two, three guys in and out, getting everybody some minutes, a little bit of a taste so that they're everybody's ready to go in the in the playoffs could be it go hang out in the box check out the game see it from a bird's eye uh, vegas has got a good schedule to start the week too they lead off with two two off night games one is against new jersey and the other one against the capitals vegas in a really tight spot right now because they want to they want to win every game at this point Braden mcnab is playing extremely well at this point not like you know top 100 type player at this point but in terms of what we're looking at this team he's got good periphery uh over two hits two blocks a game shooting right around once a game he's got four points in his last five 14 roster so if you need d help to start the week on those off nights Braden mcnab is is one place to look as well first first pairing with shay theodore which is why i like him he's getting a lot of those like really juicy even strength minutes Willie uh, Willie K is is getting some points again mm-hmm. in the last few games after being cold for about sixty games. <laughs> I mean, hell, even Evgeny Dadnoff has been getting points too, but he's still only shooting once per fucking game. So I mean, no thanks. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know that I'm really going to town on any of these Vegas players. It's just I don't know. This last week of the season is so different. It's just not a time to take you know, unnecessary chances. And with a Vegas team who, given, you know, are fighting to make it into the playoffs, it doesn't seem like their fight is enough. They still don't look good out there on the ice. There's better options. They got shut out against Edmonton tonight, I guess. That was tonight? Mm -hmm. Yeah, tonight. But before that... They've got scored six, five, three, five, three, six, four, six. Like they're scoring. They're scoring a lot. Mark Stone's not. Max Petretti's not. As soon as they get going, it's going to be even more too. So I don't know that whole second line. And I, I, this is usually the part of the show where I'd bring up Chandler Stevenson, but with how cold that second line is at this point, the Petretti Stevenson Stone line, I just I'm not touching Chando at this point. Not not this week kind of circles everything back to Val Nishushkin. Um, I think he's probably one of the best options. On D, I like Hannafin, I think, as the number one yeah, so. D option. Very much to start the week. So, I do like McNabb, though, as you were saying there. He's lucking into a few of these, these bonus points, and his peripherals are always fantastic. Lucky points count the same as regular points. You take them. That's going to be it, boys. That's all I got. I mean, unless you guys want to go over some early week goalie ads, like I, I really like uh, Forsberg, like I was saying. Uh, Markstrom very well could get both of those Calgary starts. Uh, actually, you know what? Probably not. Uh, they clinched. 
They clinched, yeah. Yeah, so you're probably looking at Danny Valades for uh, for that Chicago Monday game. What do you think there? Would you? Would you? <laughs> Calgary's um, so good right now. I It almost couldn't come out of my mouth to say that, but yeah, Calgary is so fucking good. I would take Vladar for sure. How about Halak? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No, it's the Canucks. It's Halak. That's no bow. They're, yeah. they're, they're out. Fuck it. It's tough. That's the early week streams. I mean, uh, Minnesota's got one in the midweek, but both those goalies are untouchable at this point. Chicago's got two, one versus Arizona. So, I mean, Lankanen could be a good start there. The other one's against LA, so maybe that Arizona game, but Chicago's kind of in that weight class. But until then, we'll hit you up on the, the weekend preview for these weekend goalie streams to finish out the week. But uh, yeah, man, that's that. That is the week 26 preview. If you guys want us, we're on Twitter at FHF Hockey. We're in the Fantasy Hockey Discord. Once again, this playoff pool. If you want it, get in the Discord at Raj and he'll send you a link. And as I will this episode and probably to close out the season, if we helped you at all this, this year, leave us a review on iTunes, man. Say some words about us and that will go a long way. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you.